Yay, yay. What's up, world's Cameron Ra? Here with CJ the Day Slayer on Upgrade America, the podcast. Yes, I am present. Hello, audience. So what are we talking about today, Chris? We're talking about sex education uh, in the United States. Should we start it earlier? And what grade should we start it at? K through 12? Let's discover this. Let's talk well, about it. Let's discuss it. K through 12 meaning kindergarten through 12th yeah. grade? Yes. So you, you mentioned that um, there's studies that kids are aware of sexuality when they're five. I, I agree with you. I thought about it because when I was a kid, I got in trouble. I was in daycare and I was like, these kids were wrestling as a girl and a boy. And I was like, ew, they're doing it. And yeah. then the teacher's like, what do you mean they're doing it? I was like, <laughs> I don't know. But I knew, but I didn't, I didn't know. And I didn't want to say it, but I was aware. Of it, so I agree with your statement about kids are aware of sexuality at, at a young age, and you're saying that, or I don't want to say what you're saying. You should say what you're saying, but do you believe kids should have sexual education at the age of five at kindergarten? Yeah. Think about, and this is one of the reasons, just one of the strongest reasons, molestation. Yes. So if the kid is already aware, at least to have an idea like, hey, this is wrong. If somebody touch you like this, mm -hmm. it's wrong. Yeah. If you're already educating them on that, at least that, that's where you're basically starting, like maybe private parts and then what's bad. Then you stop out a lot of stuff. They'll be able to recognize it because kids are smarter than we think. Yes, indeed. So that's that's the key reason why I say K through twelve. I kind of now before um I was a bit my my opinion was was shaky on it, but hearing you put it down like that, I agree with you. And the level of sexual education, obviously, it will have to be gradual as the kids grow, but yeah. from an early age, establishing as you mentioned, private parts and what is uh, considered, you know, wrong for, you know, inter interaction with is I think that needs to be established, particularly with the amount of uh, child molestation that's going on in our nation today. I think that really that's actually yeah, that needs to be done. Looks like my phone is taking a, a nap on me, so I'm gonna have to find my questions and all right on my computer. Give me one moment. I'm gonna bounce right. something right back at you. Or actually, I ask your question to you. <laughs> <laughs> well, you answer it too. Okay, so um, what was me... it? It was um, oh, should we have sex education from K through twelve? And so we kind of answered, but you can elaborate a little more, um, or you think you. Yeah. Just the way you explained it, yeah, I agree with you. Um, and as I mentioned, it should, when I, it should be at a level, it should be level associated. Like, I totally I, I, agree. I, I agree with the statement that uh, how you mentioned it and how it should be. Children need that education. It will yeah. be difficult. And I, I believe it may be difficult to legislate as well. You're going to have parents be like, no. They're not for it, but um, it 
it's happening to children it could happen to any child and if they have this knowledge if they're armed with this knowledge they can be like no you're not going to touch me there and then they can report it accordingly and you know it, it can be prevented in the future so to answer your question yeah i'm 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 for it okay i'll hit you with the other one um real quick okay what do you think it would take to make this federal law hmm to make it a federal law <laughs> So here's where it gets a bit tricky. Mm-hmm. I know it's tricky. <laughs> well, it, it's tricky for, for several reasons. So I have a, okay. a, a buddy of mine. He's a really knowledgeable guy. And uh, I, I would very much like to get him on the podcast. Okay. But he was sending me articles about laws where they're actually trying to lower the age of consent. And uh, even particularly in New Jersey, it's down to like 16. Believe it or not, there are legal clauses where a 12-year-old can consent and get married and all this, all this, all this weird stuff. But they're um, they're they're lowering these. So he has a belief that there is a pedophilia agenda within government, and that um, they're pushing for this. And he sent me some credible articles, and, and I read up and I did a bit of research, as I mentioned, just studying the lowering the consent ages. I think it would be difficult to legislate. You will run into some hurdles with that. Additionally, you're going to have parents that may feel uncomfortable about educating uh, children at a young age about sex. Nonetheless, it's like kids the average child has a smartphone or access to a smartphone in the internet and it ain't nothing to um to look up pornography and and everything on there and to be exposed to all this with no explanation on what's going on i think that's dangerous so um what would it take to pass it in legislation um, tough, okay, so I got the answer for you, but it's not an easy answer. So we're right. going to need a radical independent can- candidate for president, <clears throat> Cameron. But then again, you're going to need a, a you're going to have to replace the entire Senate. You're going to have to replace the Congress with with people who uh, with young millennial people who 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 think outside of the box and, and can see why this needs to be a requirement. So. Um, it's going to be difficult to legislate, but I'm open to hear your ideas. I think it has to start on a state level, each state. Like, you're trying to get it to federal law, but we would start a movement organizing in each state and come together mm-hmm. as a committee and say, yo, like when you're telling me about the reducing the age of consent, that's the first problem we need to knock out first. I think everybody could agree on that. Most Americans could agree on, yo, you need to be 18, period. As far as just make that the standard, just like voting and cigarettes and all that shit. Uh, Selective service, like, yo, age of consent is 18. If you're both young, go ahead. Let let me interject real quick. It's just, uh, this is from legalmatch.com. Okay. In New Jersey, the age of consent for sexual conduct is 16 years old. This applies to both heterosexual and homosexual conduct. As okay. a general matter, this means that a person who is 16 year old, 16 years old, can generally consent to having sex with an adult, regardless of age. I think it. I think standard across the board it should be 18. 
I think if we establish that firmly, states level first, then federal, move it up to federal, then the sex education would be easier to implement because now you already established, you kind of knock out the weirdo stuff already. Mm. That's me. That's what I think. I think that's the big problem that nobody seems to be talking about age of consent. It varies so much in each state. And it's like, well, let's get that thing unified, man. Like, we still now, got my understanding is that the feds can trump um, the feds can trump the states. Yes, and that's but like you don't AFC? want that fight. You don't want that fight. You already know how that goes. States' rights. You, that's so you're that's, saying that's, you, in order to, to implement this program, we got to fight it one state at a time. I think the committee of states would have to come together. They got to approve it at the state level first for their mm-hmm. state. Everybody get on board. Like say all the. All the mayors of the capitals of each state come together in a conference. Yeah, we're pushing, we're going to put this to vote to make sure everybody is 18 to consent with having sex with whatever. Um, Come to a conference. Yo, we're going to present this to Congress and all that. You come like that. If we're already all on board, they can't use that against you. They can't be like, well, this state, I can do this. Nah, you got to come different because we pass it in every state. So that's kind of a way around the Fed thing. And then Uh, it's going to push the Feds to do it. I'm like, I'm all for killing 50 birds with one stone, man. But um, I suppose if that's the approach you got to take, I disagree with you on that, particularly when it comes to, uh, to the kids. Like, this is something that I think it needs to be done on a federal level but I let me ask it. you let me ask you uh, another question okay go ahead well let me let me let me give a little more input on that okay uh i just don't feel like you already gave examples of congress and stuff rolling down the consent mm-hmm. so that was my reasoning for going states unified to go go and do it on their own then present the case to get it federally pushed because they already did it in all the states anyway they don't really have a choice that's the only reason i presented that way and i feel like that would be more effective that's why well, it, it i don't see much uh i don't see people rioting in the streets to raise the age of consent i know like it seems like uh these states are the states are cool with it yeah. and so that's why i'm like going addressing it as a state to state level it could be uh I don't know. Uh, as I mentioned, I'm all for like laying it down from a from a federal mandate, but at the same time, um, this is I'm not so much addressing the consent age, more okay. so the education. Okay. Implementing education the education, wise. and that's why I said uh, that would I think that would be difficult to legislate, but I would want to legislate that from a federal perspective. I agree with that. I agree with that. So um, now regarding the education, how should teachers discuss masturbation? Should they be like talking about best practices, what type of lubes to use, methods and potential risk, porn addictions and cum stains? Like I can't tell you how many pairs of pants I ruined from cum stains. My mom was like pretty pissed. Like Yeah. But it's um, like I didn't know. I'm like, oh I didn't yeah. know it was like proteins that's like stay in forever like you know but it was like there was a sexual education Uh course like when i went to school it was very basic 
but they didn't go into like they didn't really go into detail with, with that stuff like I didn't I know think... what jerking off was until like I heard everyone yeah. talking about I'm like maybe I should try this I think uh, to answer your question, you should have experts in the sexual education field teaching this. Teachers shouldn't be teaching this. Period. So then you we should have full-time people. staff. You're saying exactly. we should have full-time staff dedicated exactly. exclusively for teaching sexual education. I couldn't agree well, more. That'll eliminate all the bullshit on that part. Then you don't put teachers in a vulnerable situation because you got to think. Yeah, so, once you start getting to middle school, high school, them hormones are kicking. And, you know, the teachers, I'm not saying teachers are like predators, but we've seen proof that they are. Oh, yeah. Women, women, women and men. Exactly. Male teachers have, uh, you know, they've had sex with students. But yeah. I'm just I'm referring to so but at the same time if it applies to this sexual education teacher is going to be in a very uh, I don't know I don't want to say a risky position but I don't think so what would be the difference between that teacher and another teacher and a general teacher teaching it that's the same hormones that are pumping through the through the children and all that like I don't know uh It's and true, I'm, but you don't you don't put them in a more compromising position because that is their position. That's yeah. their expertise. You know what I'm I saying? See. Like, so they'll probably have additional teacher. training. They'll probably yeah. have additional training for diffusing exactly. any type of sexual uh, tension between students and teachers. Got it. And well, then come stains in the. Yeah. Nah. And then well, you would teach all that. So you know, a perfect example of this is. Uh, it's on Netflix, that series called Sex Education. It's a British show. Okay. They taught educate they taught so much sexual education in that show. I wish we had that when we were growing up. It was so informative. They address they address gay, they address straight, they address middle aged sex, you know, like a single mother, they address everything in that show but it was written so well you don't really think about it hmm. until after the fact you're like dad you know i wish we kind of like after i watched the whole series i've been watched it it was like man if we had something like this to demonstrate sexual education especially in high school we'd have been more informed hmm. they touched on everything damn near so i was like and then with the sexual, say the sexual teacher or expert, have a, um, always have like another person in there as well to keep them safe as a safeguard. So You're right. So it's not just, um, I agree. Now, let me ask you this. Is it going to be co-ed? Oh, obviously, no. It's going to be safe. Yeah, they're definitely co-ed. Definitely should be co-ed. co-ed? I strongly Now, okay. So I do recall they started sex ed in my school was maybe fifth grade. Yeah, and they're pretty much like trying to explain seven. to us like what an erection was and mm-hmm. why you're getting pubic hairs and stuff like that. But it was definitely not co-ed. They separated the boys from the women. Now the boys from the women, the boys from the girls. Mm-hmm. And now I do believe when we got to like sixth grade, seventh grade, and up, it was co-ed. Yeah. Um, I I don't have a problem with segregating at first. Maybe, like you said, like maybe fifth, sixth, you kind of, you know, separate class, hey, sex class, males only, girls only, and then next grade or whatever, then you blend it. 
because now you got your specialized information for your sex. Um, I, I don't disagree with that. I think I'll take it either way, either co-ed or I think co-ed is just more realistic because they're going to be interacting co-ed unless you're at an all-girls school or all-boys school. You're absolutely yeah. right. And it has to be realistic. Yeah. Which, well, I have another question for you. Okay. Since we're on the subject of realism, do you think teaching abstinence is naive or is this a realistic concept that we should instill into children? I think it's a part of the conversation, but it shouldn't be a focal point. Okay. I will agree I think, with you on that. Yeah. I there think are going to be some students who will, but I think yeah. the majority of them are not. And yeah. that's why I think safe sex should be a better alternative. And uh, you should really emphasize the, how do you say, the risk and what happens when you lose the pullout game. Like, yeah. you don't want to have kids that, uh, at that age. But I, I, I know uh, abstinence is, I don't know, it's, there are parents who, who swear by that. They're like, no, no safe sex. You need to push abstinence. Like they were never, like they were never 16. Yeah. Like, come on. Like you've been Different in the backseat, you've been in the backseat of the car. Like, like everybody else, like, have you forgotten? <laughs> yeah. Well, um, I, I, I would really like to push the, um, this safe sex agenda because mm-hmm. I'm, being realistic I, I know kids are going to have sex like and mm-hmm. to the preach abstinence and with no education of, of of safe sex when they finally do decide to have sex they're more likely to do it unprotected yeah and uh that's introducing them to a whole world of, of risk alone yeah. i also want to caveat on that and add to that when you do talk about the risk and uh pitfalls don't horrify them just i think present the information in a digestible way because okay. that doesn't work either you know what i'm saying like scare tactics and yeah don't do yeah, that yeah, either. Yeah, like, listen, you know you do this you got an opportunity these three things can happen you can have a kid you can catch a disease that's incurable you can these these are things that can happen if you're not safe and you present it in that way and you don't present it like oh my god it's the end of the world your body's gonna blow up and don't present it like that penis is gonna fall off yeah just be tactful be compassionate and show empathy you've been there as a teenager as a kid you've been there you know so i think we gotta step back and take that approach with like would this reduce unintended pregnancies disease and sexual abuses if there was a normal part of education, K through 12. Oh, absolutely. I'm very confident. Education is, is critical. <laughs> I'm taking another shot at that. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm very confident it would reduce all of the above just based on education. Like just knowing how to put on a condom is going to substantially reduce the risk of pregnancy and uh, the spreading of STDs. Um, I, I'm really for it because it's... Um, and God bless the little children and all, but they will um, they will rob you of your dreams. And I see a lot of uh, 
No, uh-huh. I'm being quite frank and, and, and straightforward. I see a lot of young girls with potential. And shout out to all the mothers who are raising like four kids and still going to college and becoming doctors. Because I know there's, there's some people who are doing them, but there are some who they give up on all of that because they had a child at 15, 16, Absolutely. what have you. And um, I think with education, we can, we people are going to have more of a chance. Like, um, it, and it's very often it, it's it cycles. Now, something that really hurt my heart was, uh, was a bit of shock to me when I heard that a child was pregnant and, and had a child in the single digits that a nine-year-old was pregnant and had a child. And that's what blew my mind. I'm like, yeah, something's, uh, something's broken with um, with yeah. how we're educating uh, these, these kids. But um, so Man. yeah, all for that. And I do believe having a strong educational program and uh-huh. uh, just the knowledge is putting that putting that out there. I, I'm I'm very confident it it, it will um, <laughs> reduce pregnancy, STDs, man, and, that's, and everything above. You mentioned that single digit hit me a certain way. I'm like, oh gosh, <laughs> I don't, I didn't expect to feel like that. I mean, of course I feel crappy, but it's like, oh, it was so a many shock. questions. Yeah, it's just, oh man, that's touching, man. That's messing with me real quick, but um, um. I know you had a question for me, an interesting question. What was it? Uh, um, let me go back to my question. Okay, so where do we factor in the LGBTQ crowd? And I, I always kill that. I yeah, me too. And I try to like okay. remember barbecue, but it's not quite barbecue. I know there's a B <laughs> and a Q in there. But I'm just trying to think, like, is there a way we can get an easier acronym? Cause... Oh, man. Oh, hold up. <laughs> he said barbecue. You wildin'. Um, <laughs> hold up. I just had there's a lot of... There's, well, here's it the is. thing. Most acronyms, they make uh, a word or something. But this is one is just word. like... This, this isn't quite... It's like Latibicu. I think... All right. So as far as their portion of sexual education, because we mm-hmm. got to be honest, we live in a different world. Absolutely. You got to be take special care with teaching that with in sex education because parents so are gonna feel some kind of way if and they're not open-minded to these alternative lifestyles yet because not everybody has adjusted to it yet i know me personally i'm still adjusting to certain aspects of to be honest like seeing two men kissing you know, in film or TV, I'm still adjusting. I was going to say, Hollywood's kind of easing us into that. Yeah. And uh, here's the thing. Do you remember the, the 90s mm-hmm. gangster rap and everything like that? Yeah, it yeah. was very common for rappers to insult other rappers by calling them faggots or some sort of homosexual or whatnot. But Absolutely. that movement has become so strong where rappers are refraining from doing that. And I, I respect that. And at the mm-hmm. same time, I, I like to respect everyone's rights as well where it goes to the sexual education of children you're absolutely right parents are going to fight tooth and nail and they will or may hold schools accountability for the sexual identity of their children 
Yeah. Like, I, uh, I believe, like, I'm just throwing a scenario out there. Okay. A girl comes out of the closet or something like that, and then the mother would be like, it's because she learned it in school, and now yeah. she's like this, and like, like that, and it's like, how, well, what, what are your thoughts on that? I think... I think once you start getting into alternative lifestyles, I think that should come maybe senior year. Hmm. But um, I I, I beg. I don't know. Well, so here here's 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 my unique scenario, right? So okay. um, I'm I'm with, I'm with my shorty, and she has, she has a daughter, and you know um you know I'm getting into the whole political arena, and she wants her to wear. My girl wants her daughter to wear nice little dresses, but she wants to wear suits. And so there's this whole gender identity thing that's going on. And it's like, I'm just stepping back. I'm just like, listen, like, I know she's only, I think the kid's only like nine or 10. I'm like, let her do what she, I don't want to, because if anything, it's almost like if you do try to pressurize your child, be like, no, you have to be like this. Then you are forcing it on them. And I think kids should make that own choice. Just as um, we mentioned that with this whole um, sexual education, how there should be levels of it, perhaps there should be levels of understanding with the, and I'm just going to refer it as the non-heterosexual crowd. Okay. Or you could just say gay community. I think that's the easiest way to put it. Is that acceptable? I don't want to want to be politically incorrect. Well, we I, I, I just a think political it's podcast. Yeah, I just want. I just think it's easier. Just me. Okay. Just simpler. Um. Well, what do you think? I agree with what you said. You, I think there's two approaches. I think the one approach is you would have the parents sign off on this too. This is the mm. part. So K through twelve. Hey, listen. We need to talk about this because we are going to be teaching kids sexual education. This is what we're covering. Yes. These are the topics we're talking about. It is going to be a co-ed class or you're going to have two adults, both sexes teaching. And do you consent or not? I think if you give parents the option, but you still have it mandatory, but give them the option to opt out, I think it'll be easier. So what happens if they don't consent? Um, maybe had the kids do like study hall or whatever the case might be, something like to that effect, or the parents could come get the kids for that portion of the day or whatever. I think study hall would be acceptable. Yeah. Now, riddle me this because, um, sexual education was like, I don't know, like a millennia ago for me, mm-hmm. but, um, did we have to get signed off on that or was it required? So. They just taught it. It was just part of the curriculum. I think it was too, because I don't recall any permission slips or anything for, yeah. for such a thing. But I, for I, your approach, because this is so, it's new. Yeah. It's it's a new uh, concept that they're, 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 that's going on in schools. But I, I, I want to say that kids are sexually identifying at an earlier age now. And that's why I think we need to, uh, it, it should be expressed, it should be taught. Or at least an understanding. So people can have an understanding of their feelings and, and what have you. And I don't know, that's just my thoughts. I got a, I got a question. Okay. What about heterosexuals? Okay. How, how do we include them in the sexual conversation? Granted, I know we're like the predominant 
like sexuality orientation, but it seems like it's going in reverse now where we're kind of pushed to the side and we're getting straight shame. Hmm. So please elaborate. Like, I feel like this is me because being gay or alternative lifestyles have been like taboo in the United States, just speaking from the United States perspective. Mm -hmm. I think we've gotten to a point where it's more acceptable mainstream or whatever, but then it's also been like straight shaming because we are probably heterosexual and it feels like they're trying to, it feels like society and these movements are trying to say like toxic masculinity. Yes, that's another so episode. you're all kind of tied in. That phrase annoys me because it's like, okay, what's toxic masculinity? What's the purpose of having that label? Where did that come from? Who created it? Because that wasn't in the lexicon years ago. So mm -hmm. where does that come from? So Are you referring to that psychological journal? Huh? Are you referring to the psychological journal of mental illnesses? No, that's what I'm saying. What's the lexicon? Oh, lexicon. No, 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 no. That's like a common usage of language. Ah, uh, like, uh, okay, okay. Up or yo, something like that. Because like, there's, uh, there's this um, medical study or something like that. I don't know. I don't want to get off topic. But yeah. yeah, okay, I get what you're saying. So how do we address this now that alternative lifestyles are more accepted, but now they're starting to shame heterosexual lifestyle? Um, it, it goes back to, um, I don't want to say going, ooh, conspiracy, but yeah. there's, a there's, there's agendas in, in, the, in the media, particularly in TV, you know, you see it in there, but, uh, I do want to say maybe it's just, just to ease us into this, uh, the whole transition that this is a thing now, like, People are going to be open with their sexuality, and we have to deal with it. Mm. But um, I don't really. Maybe I haven't really experienced the whole um, heterosexual bashing. Yeah, I think that's the best form of it I can think of is the toxic masculinity term. That's the key one that I keep seeing pop up. Like, well, that I believe is gearing more towards the. Well, this will be another uh, episode, but I guess we can briefly touch on it. But um, for the, the early half of humanity, mm -hmm. um, masculinity has been dominant. That's why we, our our history is full of war and just effed upfulness. Now, um, you know how there's yin and yang. There's always balance. I believe that energy is now transitioning more towards a feminine energy. The feminine is more dominant. You're seeing the emergence of stay-at-home dads. You're seeing <laughs> Captain Marvel. There's a feminist uh, agenda that's that's coming. And I am not a feminist. I am a mutualist. And I would totally like to see equality between the two sexes and just people in general like i think we should we should all strive for equality and, and balance and that's okay. why in, in the book upgrade america like i know we're, we're straying from a sexual education topic but 
and for the military, I, I would like to have everyone in the military, gays, transsexual, everyone should be able to serve. Like, here's the thing. God forbid we have to fight freaking aliens or something like that. Yeah. It's like, oh man, we lost. Why why did we lose against the aliens? Because we couldn't figure out like where the transsexuals were gonna shower and use the bathroom. Like we yeah. couldn't unify as a cohesive force over something petty. Mm-hmm. So um I think we just gotta get over these little things and, and really work towards acceptance and, and equality for all. And it starts with education at the at the junior level. I I agree. I think not shaming holding each other accountable but having open and uh empathetic dialogue and sharing experiences from both sexes or orientations i think that's the key i think it should be more of that like i watched um jubilee this little social experiment where they ask questions and they ask what spectrum are you on so they ask do all men think the same then they'll have like a little layout where you go to this side, it's, you strongly agree. You go to this side, you strongly disagree. And everybody discusses why they feel like they do. Mm-hmm. But to see that is awesome because you got all these different perspectives, race, age, uh, sexual identity, all that. So seeing those motivate me to see that we're coming to a more progressive society, especially in America. Um, progression is it's slow. Mm-hmm. But um, it's it's clear, and I don't know. One of the reasons why I was um all for the progression, particularly for for the LGBTQ. Did I leave out any letters for Bro, that community? I've seen, <laughs> I've seen up to I double I's. Oh wow! Cool. Like... I, I'm not incorporating those today, but I'm only saying this is that when I remember when um, they first allowed homosexuals into the military. Yeah, I'm gonna say maybe you you might have been out because I was yeah, still in. It was like two, I think it was 2010. But anyways, I heard even African Americans, I heard them speaking about gay people the same way that you would hear. You, you, you watch those old war movies where, you know, they had segregated units. They're talking about, oh, they don't want no colors, no colors fighting with me. I don't want to be in a foxhole with no colors or no Negroes or whatever. But they're using that same language. People are using that same language towards other, towards other people. And that's I'm just like, that's when it hit me. Uh-huh. I'm like, um, I, I don't know, man. Well, yeah. We need equality for all and all that good stuff, but sexual education, I'm, I'm for it. Yeah, I am too, man. Definitely could do better. I think um, I'll just add this on. Pretty much Europe does it the best, sexual okay. education. Like the Dutch, Norway, like those countries do it the best as far as teaching. And they start in kindergarten. That's where I got the concept like, oh, damn, they actually do teach it in kindergarten. Okay. So I think it's a couple of stats. Let me see real quick. Um, A 2008 United Nations report found that comprehensive sex ed when taught effectively allows young people to explore their attitudes and values and to practice the decision making and other life skills they need to be able to make informed decisions about their sexual lives. Hmm. And it says students who had completed comprehensive sex education in the Netherlands were also 
found to be more assertive and better communicators according to an independent health research agency that conducted a study of Dutch programs. So, and that was from 2008. So I'm just throwing out an example. Like, we need to get on this. I don't see why not. America is so prude with sexuality, man. That's one of our biggest exports. I think... <laughs> next week, I was just about to say. Next week, I think we need to um, one of the episodes. We need to touch on that uh, legalizing commercial sex and uh, decriminalizing prostitution. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, are we good here? I think. Yeah, we, yeah, we man. Let's clip it. Touched everything. <laughs> touched everything. Sexual pun intended. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, thanks everybody for tuning in. We'll catch you next week on the next episode of Upgrade America. Peace. Peace. Oh man. Yo, and. Inst-